listen to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu, King Teliano, is that you? 202, what it do? This is episode 202 of Mike Check, Waifu, Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex and DontTalkShop.com. It's also brought to you by our Patreon producers. Make sure you go to Patreon.com slash Mike Check, Waifu, Waifu to get early access to the video version of the podcast. Get access to our exclusive Patreon podcast, The After Story. Um... As well as other exclusive content like read-alongs, watch-alongs, etc., etc. Um, and remember, it's on Patreon-only content. We appreciate y'all for supporting us there. It totally helps us out. It means a lot to us. Remember, you can support us for just a dollar uh, or above to get access to all that stuff. And we appreciate everybody that do. But we got to give a special shout-out to our producers. Shout-out to Dre the Go G, Johnny from Show Go High, Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture and Show Go High, explicitly Monique Williams, Nachi. It's a fear. Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We appreciate y'all for supporting us. It means the world to us. Couldn't do it without y'all. Now, uh, big show today because it is the spring midterms. Yeah. Every every season we do a mid a midterm, uh, I guess you can call it gut check of everything that we've watched so far and how we feeling about it, including getting y'all's input in, into this particular program. Um, this particular part of the season, because we're very interested to see where y'all at, what y'all watching, what y'all stop watching. If anything, um, if anything caught your eyes and whatnot, um, we got a lot to get into, though. Before we do that, I got to ask, tell how you feeling? Uh, so we kind of talked about a little bit um, before we started recording, but yeah, I'm good. Uh, baby boy went to uh, the den- dentist today. He uh, got a free toy. Um, and then we also bought him some toys for doing so good. but. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good week. Um, wife graduated. Yes, you know that's what I'm mother, here about. Let's go. Mother's Day. Uh, sadly, first Mother's Day without my uh, grandmother. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of. Uh, I mean, it was good. You know, still, still a lot of uh, good stuff happened. My mom and my aunts and stuff. All uh, they did a they regular brunch thing. Yeah. Like my grandma was there. You know what I mean. So Ain't nothing changed. That's dope. Ain't nothing changed. They just, you know, went on about their business. How about you, brother? What's going on with you? Uh, it's been a hard week because I can't see. Um, so this, this <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not your fault, man. It's mine. This re heavy episode is gonna be a little rough for me because I don't have glasses right now. Luckily, I just got the email confirmation today that they've they've been shipped out. So it Let's should go. be here sometime this week. But I normally I keep two pairs of glass on me. I, uh, glasses. And I have one gold, one gold pair, my Ray-Bans. I had them. Came home one day from Tell's house. I don't know where they went. They completely disappeared. They're gone. Like, I can't find them anywhere. I checked all around this house. I can't find them. Then I go to Tell's house. This time I have a ride at Tell's house, so I go to Tell's house and I work out. I'm so exhausted. Very, the, the hardest workout we've done that day. 
I'd forget my glasses at his house. Now, Tell lives an hour and 25 minutes away from me. That's what traffic. <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's without traffic. It's an hour and 25 minutes. With yeah, traffic, yeah. it's even longer. So I'm like, I, I obviously can't drive because I'm legally not supposed to. I'm legally blind. I'm legally not supposed to drive without my glasses. So I can't go pick them up. So now I just been stuck in the house. Barely been able to see anything. Struggling. Struggling. Tough week. Tough week <laughs> for anything that I have to read. But it's all good. So we got some new ones coming in. They should be here this week. I'm I'm excited about that. But um uh yeah. So forgive me if I fumble on some words today while I'm reading y'all um y'all grades, but I got to. I got to. This is these are these are some of my favorite episodes we do. Besides reintroductions, I really do love these these midterms because I love to see what people have to say about the seasons as we're watching them cuz most of you enjoy watching the seasons with us. And to see, to hear y'all thoughts, <laughs> except with the exclusion of Rob J. Rob J. decided to not give us thoughts this week because <laughs> we use Rob J.'s um, thoughts a lot <laughs> in our conversations. We appreciate you, brother. <laughs> can't oh, wait. I can't wait to have him on the show though, so he can he can be a part of the conversations in real time. That's gonna be it's gonna be a fantastic episode, especially since it's a review. Um, but I digress. Yeah. I'm good though. Let's 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 get to the uh let's get into the meat and potatoes kind of early though. What was your um let me see. Do I want to go more most interesting? Let's just go with episode of the week this week. Uh um Insomniacs after school episode of the week for me. Great, great episode. Great, great. Ooh, man, that's a good one. For me, I'm gonna go ahead and go with um the dangers in my heart. I really, really, really like this week's episode. That show has turned out like, dude, at first when I watched it, and I'm going to get into this later when the grades start, but first when I watched it, I'm like, man, I can't, I'm, I won't be able to do this because it just seems too ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it grows on you so quick, so fast, and, you, and, you, and you're, um, you're on their side, basically. That's all I'm going to say about that. But it's a great, great little story. Very different than your... Um, Kuba won't let me be invisible or teasing Master Tagia-san's, but it's the same concept. Same concept, different execution, which I love. Probably better developmentally than that's crazy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Got some, well, better developmentally than Kubo? No. Because that show was just fantastic. And yeah. speaking of that, it's, it's going to be live by the time you're hearing this. Episode 7 will be back tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. So... We're going to get back to talking about that next week, probably. But, um, yeah, that'll be my episode of the week. As always, when we do our midterm grades, we, we discuss, like I said, the midpoint, which is around six, seven is around like where these episodes are right now. Most of them are around episode six. So it's kind of like the perfect time to uh, to do this because most shows this season have 12 episodes. So with that being said, we're going to start off with some of uh, some of the listeners um, <laughs> some of the listeners I just I just saw uh, Nachi's reply because I I told him he got it he made it just in the nigga time, but um some of the listeners grades um and we're gonna just discuss them from here. Uh, we're gonna start with Rob J because he's a short and simple and to the point B plus for me. Which, spoiler alert, there is a, it's very much so the um the consensus. All right, starting with Crystal, though. She says, uh, I give it a B slash B minus. Some of the watches on my list are uh, better than others. Almost everything is keeping my full attention. That's when I had to reply to. I'm like, yeah, facts. Because mm. 
big time facts. Minus one or two. <laughs> no, specifically one for me personally. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. It's very hard to keep my attention. And uh, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a lot of this during this conversation, but fucking heavily delusion, man. God damn it, bro. I'm actually sick of it. I know a lot of people don't like to hear that. So I'm starting to think, I'm starting people starting to lean more towards our way though. It's just yeah, the, it's funny enough. The storytelling is slow. Very slow. Uh, and unnecessarily slow. Um I do think I'm a I'm going to try and read it and just see maybe if the context is better in in reading. Mm, but I'm not, I'm not I'm not, not, not going to try and pass it though. You know what I mean? Because I do think that it's interesting enough to where that part could be maybe maybe that'll make it more interesting. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. And I and, and when I catch up, I can speak to that on the uh, next episode. So we'll do that next episode. Where I'll I'll, I'll uh, read it, catch up to where we are now, and see if it's better. Uh, it's a, if it's a better read over watch, because the watch is not great. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a question from last week after the episode aired. Uh, TCBNYC underscore NYC said, I agree to disagree on most of the takes on Heavily Delusion. My check, waifu, waifu. That said, I'm preferring one side of the plot than the other. I'm also theorizing on how the two stories are connected, though. I am reading the manga alongside this, so I'm probably biased. Yeah. I, yeah, we tried our theorizing, and again, I think our way of it being one of the past and one of the now one of the past is the reason of the now being a more interesting story. Maybe that's because that's the summertime rendering in me. You know what I'm saying? I like, I prefer yeah. the way they told that story and how fucking well to capture the time aspect of it and how to drama unfold. But these are two different stories going on simultaneously where one story didn't even have a segment this episode and I did not even miss it. I did not, I didn't even think about it. It didn't even cross my mind until I literally started talking about this right now, reading TCB's question that we didn't even see what is going on in the school this week. At all. So is it even bit. important? Mm. Nah. It's not that interesting if I don't, if I completely forgot about it, to be fair. Maybe next week the whole episode is going to be that school, which would fucking suck because I hate that part. <laughs> I don't like it. It's so boring. It's so boring. I know it's supposed to be like little pieces with some intrigue, but I can't, I'm not intrigued. I'm more intrigued with what's going on with the current timeline. Um, they haven't, what's up? I was gonna say, they haven't like locked us into those characters in any Still. way yet. Still, and that's, yeah. that's the problem, right? Like, it's not like 86. 86 had us locked in on both sides of the story. Bar. You know what I mean? Um, so that's, that's where, like, like I said, I understand. And even our main plot line, sometimes gets a little atrocious like yeah. <laughs> it just don't match up right some things ain't right for me i was watching some episodes i was like this don't make sense to me for even a post-apocalyptic world like some of these things just don't make sense you would think you would look out for this i get it maybe i'm being too critical or too analytical but uh i think that yes you know what like if one timeline is far more easy to forget than the other, then yeah, we need to go ahead and, and maybe even talk about splitting that up entirely. I just take talk just cut that part down. I don't know. Yeah, do something to make it more interesting. But um, I, I would say, to be honest, that's probably the only thing, spoiler alert, for what's been like rough on the, on the watch side of things. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to Jay Lee Trey from Shogo High. He says, uh, right now, spring is given an A minus, and I'm giving that just on watchability, if that's a word. Watch it. Yeah, watch, watchability is a word. <laughs> and attention grabbing content from the shows this season. Lots of underrated sleepers for sure. Underrated sleepers. I would agree. Yes. Um, one, of, one of my favorite sleepers, I think, that came out of that hit me out of nowhere like a truck is that cheat, cheat skill, man. And I'm going to give the full title because I never get a full title, but here's the full title. I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the world world too. <laughs> that fucking show has been a, a nice, quiet sleeper. I mean, yeah, it's not quiet on this show because we, we both love that. Love Facts. that one. Facts. But yeah, I think we always end up having one of those sleepers that's just real good. And we both talking about it and it's not talked about as much. But yeah, that that's actually um, she's killed one of, one of the heat, one of the most heat anime so far. This this specific season for me. But hear me out, bro. You remember what I said about Marshall? You about not watching? <laughs> yeah. Why these last these last two episodes impressed me, bro? Oh, let me I, I, <laughs> let me let me Montel way real quick if you if you don't mind. Nachi, one of our Patreon producers, the GOAT, says, a solid B for me. We had some really good new shows that slapped and some uh, some that disappointed. I'm looking at you, Heavily Delusion and Mashal. My favorite so far has been uh, Insomniacs After School. This show uh, making me want to do <laughs> astrophotography for real. I Facts. swear. <laughs> Facts. So, uh, okay. Talk to me about Mashal, though, because he said it's still disappointing. Nachi is, is like Nachi got just about the same taste as us. I see him because I follow him on Anilist. He follows us on Anilist. Now I see his watches and it's like almost parallel to what we've watching. And he seems to be on the same page as us when it comes to these shows. You know how sometimes you need something where you can just turn your brain off and it's mm. good when you do that. Yeah, like you okay. just, you just it, that face you made right there, like like almost like you just bit into that that like red lobster <laughs> cheddar biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't because you, I would you can't go in. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm allergic to Texas Roadhouse. You got the Texas Roadhouse biscuit with the, with the with that creamy garlic butter. Yeah, yeah. All right, but the principle is this though: is that like, um, I was sitting down. And I'm just watching Mashal, bro. And you just and like got a smile on your face. Is it, is it, I, yeah, I'm chilling with the kids. Mm -hmm. And it's on. And I watched the baby turn her head and just watch Mashal. I'm just like, okay, maybe let me, maybe I should watch this too. And I just, I feel like I just turned my brain off. And it was like, yo, this is actually kind of okay. And I love, <laughs> I love the main character's personality now. It's something about it. Cause mm. as you already know, he doesn't have magic. Yeah. <laughs> and he did, he did this thing called tricep magic. <laughs> <laughs> he just knocked everything out the way with his tricep strength. And I'm just like, yo, this you is stupid. You would like bro. that. <laughs> you it's, would. Stupid. it's stupid, bro. But it's actually, I'm just like, I'm enjoying it. Um, nice. I can't, I, would, I wouldn't even say the show is necessarily good. But it's like, I I was enjoying it. And it's wild. Because it, it's not like poorly animated or nothing. It's just not, <laughs> it's just not great. But it's okay. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? What's that? Majority of last season. Last mm. season, we had a bunch of that stuff to turn your brain off for, yeah. A bunch of stuff where you just turn your brain off and you just kind of sit down and and watch it. Some more enjoyable than others, but there's like like that that farming one where this guy get isekai in his farm and he's fucking just finding all these people to join. 
it inevitably be, becomes a, a a new village in this mm. new world and in a place where it's not supposed to be a village because it's like one of the toughest forests in the world in that world and he just made a build a village there and it it was just so candidly kept that put that smile on my face when I'm watching it it's not Pleasure. great it's not going to blow your socks off with the storytelling or character development or anything like that right but, I mean that it was a lot of that last season, hence why majority of everybody else gave it a bottom of C, C minus because it's it's what it was what we call what 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 somebody called I'm I'm gonna say quality mid, and that leads me to a polo way. If you I love know. that, <laughs> so this polo way goes to O. Shout out to O. Um, he says uh, actually his, his at name is at Oasis three four five seven. If you want to give him a follow on Twitter, he's a dope dude. He says, B minus for me, only due to the lack of quality mid. The top shows are performing as they should, but the quality mid hasn't delivered compared to last season for me. Which mm-hmm. is perfectly what we just discussed. <laughs> That's what I was, and, and, and I was looking at that tweet from him. I was like, quality mid is a great phrase, bro. It really because is. Because it's like that's exactly what it is. It's like it's mid. But it has a consistency that just makes it enjoyable. That that's all you need. Right. It ain't gotta be amazing. And I feel like we don't have a ton of quality, like specifically mid. But we got some really, really good stuff this season. Like, yeah. I don't know, bro. Galaxy Next Door. I can't call it mid. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I absolutely cannot. Even though it's not like specifically a star. It's time next after school. I can't call it mid. It's mm-hmm. just I can't do it. Hell's Paradise can't be called mid. Um, shoot, if we got quality mid, it's not my home hero because that's just mid. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which is fine, you know, and that's okay. Like, it's yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not as, um, let's say, as captivated with my home hero, but I'm there. I'm here for it. I don't, right. I'm starting to pick up my phone less when I'm watching it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's an accomplishment in and of itself because what happened when my home hero first came out was I would pick up my phone, I would start scrolling. I'm like, oh shit, I've missed something. Let me rewind it, pause it. I paused it and I would just keep scrolling on my phone. Like, hmm. Hold on, spend an hour watching one anime. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm on fucking team stream rather than fucking watching it because it just, it can't hold my attention. It, it's attacking my ADHD apparently. But... <laughs> Other than that, man, I'm. It's, it's still. It's just. It's, it's a. It's a middling show, and I'm. It's okay. It's not a bad show. Uh, the only. I mean, the only one I would consider. Let's. You know what? Let's do this. Out of the ones we talked about so far, what has the lowest grade for you so far? So we, talked about, we just talked about. We talked about cheat. Um, we talked about my home hero. We just talked about heavenly delusion. You just mentioned Galaxy Next Door. Out of those, what has the lowest score? And give um, give, give your grade. It's got to be my home hero. Um, the lowest grade. Interesting. Out of all of those, yeah. Because yeah. you mentioned yeah, having my- delusion too. I just want to make sure we. You like heavily delusion more than my home hero. <sighs> uh, let's say. I mean, right now, I don't know. <laughs> they both kind of tied for like a C minus. I was just about to say that. 
<laughs> you know what that means? They're the same, bro. They're the same. They're just C's, bro. In my eyes, you say C minus, you're probably more, you know, more strict than I am, but they're just C's. They're just so middling of the road. And that's okay. That's okay. So two of the lowest grades for us already are my home hero and heavenly delusion with the same grade. <laughs> Yeah, because I would even put Mashal's last two episodes is more enjoyable than those. So right, um, <laughs> let's yeah. go, let's go to uh, TCB again. He says uh, a solid B overall. I'm into a lot more stuff than last season, fitting mm-hmm. more uh, of my wheelhouse. Sorry, Sabers started chasing it still right behind me. Um, <laughs> more fitting around my wheelhouse with a slice of life goodness. We've been getting a couple of uh, under radar gems. I'm personally looking forward to each week uh, from three of them. Um, and different shonen is delivering for me. Rom's also hitting. Rom's also hitting for me. Sorry, I mean, mm. really hard to see. Yeah, definitely the the Rom's is um the rom coms is again dangers in my heart. Fantastic, slice of life of Galaxy Next Door has been astonishingly good. I don't think I had an episode where I considered it that show bad in any way. Um, I'd have to agree. Um, I feel like Oshinoko first episode really good. Mm-hmm. I'll say like the next episode after that was like middling, but I feel like everything else went up after that. I, exactly, I couldn't agree more. So, so Oshinoko, I wouldn't even get at like a, a B to a high B right now. Um, yeah, so it's like some. I mean, it's some real solid, good stuff this season. Yeah. Well, let's see. More slice of life that's hidden. I, fucking Oshinoko, like you mentioned, is great. Insomniac After School is great. Dangers in My Heart. I'm telling you, y'all, if y'all haven't checked it out, watch it. The first episode is very, very strange, but you gradually, you gradually fall into it and fall in love with it, as I did. And then the Cafe Terrace and his goddesses. It's an etchy comedy again. I wish it didn't have the etchy title because I believe more people will watch it if it didn't because it's not as etchy as you would think. It's not anything of raunchy, tasteless etchiness. It's very tasteful. I say this all the time. It's very tasteful. And, and the comedic beats are great with the great cast of characters that you want to know more about. So uh, highly underrated. Highly underrated. Let's see here. Um... One that I know is not going to get talked about much, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, Witch for Mercury. Uh, this like midway point is really, really like, I'm going to say the, the previous episode really good. This most recent episode, I feel like they kind of put their foot name off, right? Which makes me almost feel like uh, this show's great has a drop from like a, a B to like a C plus. As a returning. Yeah, we're we going to get to those. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Let's go to uh, actually Dad Needs to Talk podcast. Make sure you guys check out the Dad Needs to Talk podcast, uh, a.k.a. Rob, the father of Vash. He says, I'll give it a solid B plus due to life and fatherly duties. I have haven't been able to watch as much as I usually do. But the handful I, uh, I watch are great and they make me want to watch them weekly. Skipping Loafer, Asamiacs After School, Hell's Paradise, Oshinoko and Heavenly Delusion. And a Heavenly Delusion popping up. Like well, he said he's skipping that one, all right? Mm-mm. No, these are shows that he's want to watch every weekly. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, hey, to each his own, and I, I love his taste. Me too. Um, normally, I feel like at some point, so I'm gonna give him that one. I'm gonna let him slide on that one. For sure, for sure. It's 
skipping loafer for me. Every time I try to turn it on, I just feel um like I don't belong here. And I turn Which it one? off. Skipping loafer. It's a it's a slice okay. of life uh ro- romance. And normally that's my shit. But for some reason, I just it's the shoujo point of view that I can't I could never jail with. So mm-hmm. I let that go. Like that uh level nine hundred and ninety nine show shoujo one. Yeah. I can't touch it. Uh dreamy guys are my thing, I'm sorry. Um, hey, so <laughs> you can't give it a fair shot if it's not your thing. You know yeah, what I mean? That's a fact. Exactly right, and that's exactly how I see it. Shout out to Safir. Safir is uh, one of the Patreon producers as well. He says, uh, "Seeing a lot of bees, and I have to agree. While there are a lot of quality shows, still feel like we're uh, uh, there aren't enough shows to get you hooked. Currently watching like six or seven shows, which I think that's a good time for us to talk about how many shows we're exactly watching. Let's count it. Let's count that out." Um, give us give us a little pregnant pause, if you will, because I'm not cutting this out for one, because it's it's Monday and I'm not going to have no time to cut anything out. So everything is going to be in this episode. But <laughs> one, two, three, four. Oh, sorry. I should count in my head. All right. I'm currently watching 16 How weekly. How the fuck am I watching 16 weekly? <laughs> <laughs> we are crazy, bro. <laughs> we are both watching 16 weekly. I didn't even think, why are we watching so much? Holy shit. Yeah, 16 weekly. That's, yeah, that's not including the returning, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't count Villain Saga, and I'm watching that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't count Miss. Well, I mean, also mean like Near and Misfit. They they not back yet. Kubo, so yeah, yeah, they're still not back. Well, next week we'll add Kubo to that, which only has a few more episodes left. But still, sheesh. Okay, yikes. Um, what's what's funny is shout out, <laughs> shout out to at Miss Extreme Kita. Kita says, uh, due to life and motherly duties, I give this <laughs> season an A. Some anim- uh some animes have kept. Uh, me on my toes and has been entertaining so far. She says Oshinoko, Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. while Raylenia ended up at uh, ended up at the Duke's mansion, skipping loafer and Mash. Oh, oh, while Raylenia that's that makes more sense. While Raylenia ended up at the Duke's mansion is is one title. It just was on a different line, so I got confused. But <laughs> skipping loafer, loafer and Mashu. What's so crazy? She basically said the same thing that Dad needs to talk said, but. Uh, Different, a little bit different shows. What did she say? B plus or B? She gave it an A. A. Oh, oh my bad. Yeah. She says uh, they kept her on her toes and they've been very entertaining so far. We also have somebody who don't follow us, so I'm not going to read. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's petty, but, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Yeah. Take them to bandwidth. <laughs> True. Uh, let's see here. Any more quote retweets that I miss? Hey. That's it. B plus. Now we go into our thoughts. Oh, 16 shows, man. All right. So, so. How are we feeling about let's let's look at this first. The top of the list. What's the top of this season right now? You know, funny. Enough, next door. What's mm-hmm. that? Okay, go ahead. I was going to ask you. 
Yeah, you're going to say funny enough. Yeah, funny enough, there's a lot that is carrying, like you were yeah. saying. I was even going to say, you know what's at the top of my list that's probably going to shock the world? What? Dr. Stone. Mm. I've been enjoying it way more than in years, like huh. years past, to be honest. And I, I can tell you exactly why. But why is that? They cut out exactly what we hated. Yes. The, the, the five minute explanation on the experiments. Yeah. And, and you know what? A lot of that I do miss. I miss that a little bit more. They just need to cut out this fucking comedy. These comedy sections are so egregiously overly tuned. Yeah. Is that's still still their problem, but the story uh, intrigue has me much more this time than it has ever before. Cause I didn't care about the war that they never would get never seemed to want to get to. Like that shit mm-hmm. felt like I was watching One Piece at one point. And then, <laughs> this time they getting they moving. They're moving while still getting right. this explanation, but not as much. A year passed, bro. Exactly, exactly. Which again, I do miss. I do miss the explanations. That Sinku gave season one, one th- episodes like one through eight or whatever it may have been, maybe one through six, would be the perfect amount. Is when he would slowly build up this stuff because now, like it's it's a little egregiously forward when it comes to all of a sudden we got this motor that's flawlessly made or this boat engine that's flawlessly made and just bypassed everything and not the pieces and parts that came with it. But I guess they did show that in previous season when they talked about the little pieces and stuff that they've acquired. So they mm-hmm. got to just throw that stuff together like Lego pieces and call it and call it done. So I mean, if if that's if that's the way they're moving, they have to be a little bit more consistent. Because if they got all that, then they got guns basically. Even though I know they said they would never do that, but you know, you get my you get the gist of what I'm saying. Right. So it's just I don't know. I I'm loving it a lot more. Than, than years past. So if if I had to give Doctor Stone a grade right now, it'd be a B. Yeah, which would uh, never come from me. I mean, it, it definitely will come from you. You gave it a B. <laughs> it's, which you would never think come from me. I should. I should. Yeah, I can't argue with that because I I feel like that's that's pretty accurate. Um, it's it's almost it, it feels like just about as good as the beginning of Doctor Stone was. So, uh, I mean, I can definitely agree with that. But, like, I'm talking about, let's say we look at things like, uh, let's talk about uh, Hell's Paradise. Oh That's definitely gosh. top of this season right now. Yeah. Um, I would I would assume both of us is giving this either an A or a close to an A, if anything. Um, but, like, you know, it's been consistent. Every episode has some kind of intrigue, some kind of story. And then the perspectives in terms of like how they don't show something and lead you in a direction until they show you something. I, I love how they actually position this show to us. It's phenomenal. I love how people, how it's not afraid to one, uh, completely switch perspectives, but keep that interesting because that's hard to do. It's something that my hero had trouble with in season four was switch perspectives and, and, and keep it as interesting and engaging. Those paradise mm-hmm. does that effortlessly with some of these other prisoners and 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 executioners that they're with and, and, and the situations that they get put in. It's a beautiful, beautifully well done story and executed show, which again, you asked me at the beginning of the season, did I think Hell's Paradise was going to get an A from me in the uh, spring midterms? I would have told you, nah, probably not. It's probably some meathead joint that I'm probably going to drop after four. No. This is one of my favorite shows this season. It gets, obviously it gets an A, so 
It's again incredible pacing. Um, I feel like we kind of we're. I'm so interested to see how how big this place is because now we're getting layers and layers and layers. Now we're getting a knowledge drop that it didn't feel like it could have came at a better time. Like it's a perfect time for this knowledge drop that we got in the most recent episode, which we ain't going to spoil here. We're going to wait to the second half of the show to spoil. But the knowledge drop that we got was fucking huge, man. And it's, it just kicked the intrigue up 20 times more. Um, well, I'm interested to see if the brothers, you know, are here. They survive. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't hold back my uh, enthusiasm about this show. It's fantastic. I try to tell it to everybody that comes in my Twitch stream. Hey man, what, what's some good anime to watch? Because I know people love their meathead shit. I know that people <clears throat> isn't necessarily looking for the story, but I want this story to just fucking enthrall people like it did me. And entertain you with the the blood and gore and and. and Flashiness, yes, pure flashiness of it. I love it all. Uh, to talk about another one that's been performing well again, top of the list uh, for a lot of people, including us, will probably be Oshinoko. This one, it's impressive, man. It's impressive. I'm so glad that it's not a complete idol show because I probably would have turned this shit a long time ago. I can't stand idol magical grill shows, that's just not my shit, and this one. Again, put did something on a genre, took a spin to it that is unbelievably intriguing. Uh, intriguing is going to be my word of this episode. It's probably all my, always my word in this show. But oh, I cannot wait to see what what goes on here because it's this whole this whole um, real world situation that they in now or that our main protagonist <laughs> is in. It's very super dope, man. I'm I'm loving the the many faces that this dude is wearing. Yeah, it's this I show is definitely about the layers. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know like we love some layers, but I love it because it's like he got his regular everyday life, his acting life, and then his I got a, a goal in the background life. Yeah, and uh, I love seeing that goal in the background life. I do sincerely. I, I'm I really want to see how that how that plays out. Yeah. So for me, for this one, I feel like it could pick up the pace a little bit more. So that's why this is only going to get a B for me. But mm-hmm. I do think it's so good. Like, it's so good. Very slow. And we don't have that much of it. We only got 11 episodes of it. So we have to get somewhere um, at, a, at, a, at a pace that makes sense. Right. If, if I had to get this one right now, it's probably be a B plus right now. B plus, okay. Yeah. Well, Not much higher than yours, but definitely higher than yours. Favorite parts about it? You said the layers, right? Yeah, it's the layers. It's always the layers. And, like... The characters that are meant to stand out for me, I feel like they're all reasonably likable in some extent. And I do think that there's obviously parts about them you don't like. There's obviously characters who are introduced who are shady and are meant to be shady and that more information gets disclosed as things go on. Mm -hmm. So I I really want to see the same, right? I want to see the same of like what happens as things get divulged and more things unfold in general. So that's where the show has me hooked in because I'm like, all right, I'm ready to see what happens now. And I'm I'm loving seeing, you know, like you said, these masks he wears to get through each situation. So cool, cool. What you got next? Uh Dead Mount Death Play. Mm. Now yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh now we was feeling hype about this to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
the beginning of this season, we probably would have had like, oh yeah, that first episode. This seems like it's gonna be top of the uh, this season. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you my thoughts because I don't want you to. I know how you feel. At least I think I know how you feel. Um, I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Talk to me. Uh, I think after that first episode, it had an extreme lull for me. Right. Not an extreme lull, mm-hmm. but I, I, th- I did not think it was going to go in the direction that we were going to like. And I was hoping it was going to go in the direction we were going to like. Uh, I feel like it's still not in that direction. It took a different direction, though. Something different than I expected. Like, I thought, thought it was going to be way more just like cookie cutter prince, like understandable. Like, he comes to this world, they're going to try and subdue him, something like that, and whatever. But I do like to see kind of like where they came in with this opposition, more or less. Uh, but it's still not great. If 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 that makes any sense, oh, yeah. like this this show has to be like a I'm gonna say a B minus to a, a C plus for me. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, uh, this one. Well, you know, because I, because it's making me want to readjust. Because I gave heavily delusion in my home. You know what? I'm gonna do it. This show, like you say, everything you said, I almost agree with wholeheartedly. The direction they took that's different is less interesting <clears throat> than I anticipated. Because I thought it would be more interested in where they're going, but I can't. I don't. Now we're introducing other aspects of magic. That's getting. It's just getting too. Getting too much. Yeah, I love I love the fact that he came in and it's Isekai as every Isekai do as a fish out of water. But now we're slowly starting to, to fucking fill the, the 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 tank with the same water that it basically came from with this super other supernatural people. I don't understand what quite is going on there and it's making me lose interest faster than I'm gaining it or or more intrigued. While right. again I kind of gauge stuff on when I'm watching it on if I am distracted. If I get distracted by anything else, then that's how I know I'm not feeling it. And this one belongs in that category with Heavenly Delusion and My Home Hero for me. It's a C. It's a flat C. Because while the first episode is very interesting and I'm more intrigued with this one because it seemed so unique, it kind of fell in that middling tier for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so, So for me, a C. And that's... That's kind of crazy. I think it's maybe one more that belongs there, maybe a little bit slightly higher than that, but it's only yeah. for the fact that I just, I enjoy it and I'm going to go there next and that's uh, <laughs> that's the aristocrat in the other world. Uh, okay, let me let me read the proper title as we do. The aristocrat's otherworldly adventure serving gods yeah. go too far. This is uh, <laughs> it's not good, but it's, it's good. not. exactly it's not a good show but it's a good show you know it's a this is this is my mashal you know where you turn your brain off and you just kind of sit there and you just smile and just whatever bro it's whimsical it's it's crazily over the top and over tuned in every possible way but you it leaves you with such joy watching it that you can't help but to enjoy it strangely enough this is also bottom of the. This is probably one of my last bottom of the tier ones, and that's this is, gets a C plus though, because yeah. for me it's just enjoyable. I enjoy it so much that you can enjoy bad stuff too. 
And this is one yeah. of the quality mids that uh, that's what I was missing. saying. <laughs> exactly that, bro. It's quality mid because like you can you can definitely quantify, right? You can say, boom. This is why this show is so enjoyable. But you turn it on in the moment, you'd be like, damn, I don't know why this show is so enjoyable. Why am I laughing? Like, why like, am I it, smiling? It, yes, yeah. yeah, it's some shows that I would definitely say like this is a this is a, a B plus or a B this mm-hmm. season. Yes. That for whatever reason, <laughs> this show just be having me tuned in a little bit more. A little bit like, more. <laughs> I just be like, what, what is it about this show? And is it is it it's probably just that whimsicalness, mm-hmm. but it's just like it's ridiculous enough, but just not not too ridiculous. Like our, right. the fact that our main character can't believe how ridiculous it is is probably what makes it so grounding and interesting. But either way, yeah, quality mid definitely like a C plus or a C. But it's just so enjoyable that it's like hard to keep it out of that upper upper echelon almost. I don't pick up my phone once during this one. I'm I'm Ever. in it. I'm just like <laughs> I'm again. I'm laughing. I'm fucking smiling at the the silliness, outrageous bullshit that goes on in this show. Outrageous. It's so good. It's so good. Um. Uh, yeah. Where you want to go next? We save uh, our sleepers for last. For those of you who are wondering, I don't even want to save your sleepers for last. <laughs> huh? Oh, you want to go to it now? Uh, well, let's go. Let's just touch on my sleeper. Do it. Summon to another world for a second time. Mm. This show is uh, it's it's probably like a solid deep plus for me wow um that's crazy okay talk to me and and hear me out the last two episodes were identical (laughs) identical the beginning of the episode he comes in they him and the the water beast they're having a conversation they go save somebody episode after that same exact thing but three episodes before that same exact thing um so okay i'm a i'm a i'm a I'm gonna I'm interrupt you only to say that you're wrong because and the episode I, before this one was the one where the, the schoolgirl, his his childhood best friend, was learning her uh, how to, I guess, fuck it, spoilers, how to yeah. uh, find her determination with Rod and with our boy and, Setsu. And that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm being I'm being extra as fuck what i'm saying more or less is that a lot of these episodes are getting repetitious Mm. um not specifically that one because i do remember that episode but some of these episodes in terms of how they're laid out and what's happening and even Mm. how the episodes begin is the repetition is getting to me yeah um i just i i i'm finding it extremely hard to enjoy the show Mm. i do have it i do have it on i do watch it Mm. But it's just on. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta hope the kids are in the room with me and watching it with me. So yeah. I <laughs> that's crazy to me because I'm again, I'm in that C plus range, man. I'm in a C plus range. I enjoy this more than I enjoy my home hero, more than I enjoy <sighs> Heavily Delusion. I, it's just again, while I agree with you that it's not a great show. Again, mm-hmm. I will be the first to tell you. I know what a great show is, and this ain't one of them. I yeah. gladly say that this isn't a great show. But it's something about it that's keeping me invested. And I think what it is is that we finally are going towards the overarching arc of yeah. where this um this war uh situation is coming from. Exactly. So it's like I, I'm more into it probably because like 
I like the main character. I like how chill he is, and how he kind of gets he kind of gets shit done, and he's getting shit done in a way that I, I approve of, where it's like not pussyfooting around. He's like, let's move, let's move to the next where we gotta go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I, I, I can agree with that for sure. I just don't like he he is one of those characters who is so vastly overpowered that he comes into the scene and it's over. Yeah, it's great. And, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Let's go next. Not, not, go. not all the time. Not all the time. Just sometimes. No, I get. I get what you're saying because it, it it does. Because if it's just if it's not anything to watch when you or when you're watching something that you're supposed to just turn your brain off to because you know it's not good, you want to see something that's a little bit more captivating when it comes to the entertainment value of fights or something. And this show doesn't really have that because he just kind of ends shit. Yeah, but. You're absolutely right. Like, I cannot fault you for going D. I was just shocked that you were going to go D because I thought we were on the same page with how, you know, it's mindless. It's a it's quality mid. It's, it's for me personally, but I, I yeah. get it. I, everything you said is completely agreeable because, again, the show is not good, but it's something about it that I got me. I'm here. I look at it, and when I, when I look at my adding list and I see these episodes that I have to watch, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I forget it is there sometimes. <laughs> but like, I couldn't tell you what day it launches on either. I just turn on any list and it's there. I'm like, oh, okay. And I watch it. And I'd be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? So not too bad. Not too bad. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead and go to. Uh, uh, let's go to. We already talked about cheat skill. I, I think. I think we're. Did we give scores for that one? Grades for that one, I mean. I'm go, uh, I, don't, I don't think we gave sheet skill a grade yet. Okay, okay. To to go with a grade, since we already talked about it, I'm gonna just go with a B plus. I enjoy this quite a bit. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with an A. Fuck it. I don't care. Excuse I was me. thinking. I was thinking A minus. I didn't think you're gonna go to an A. Yeah, I'm gonna go to an A. I'm gonna go yeah. to an A only because it's it shocked me. It's surprising. It's so yeah. it's so quiet yet. Interesting yet, it's yeah. clean looking. It's clean, very clean looking, very different, man, very different because it's an isekai where, where you can go back to the regular world, and the regular world is just as interesting, no, more interesting than the fantasy it's like world. Life. Yeah, it's, it's just like life, and that's probably why it's speaking to me so much. To be fair, and, and that's what makes it dope, though, because like the real world has like action, but the action he's doing in the real world is like everyday stuff but like safety wise you know what I mean right so it's like it's dope to see the slice of life side of it and then he goes to the other world and then all of a sudden it's an easy guy I love it yeah uh, they, they did they doing both of these sides extremely well true true that um and to go to another returning one I don't know if you're still watching it but Tony Kyle over the moon with you fucking fantastic such I didn't start the second season yeah I'm sorry it's not it's also it's okay it's very much it's very more of the same but more of the same quality slice of life where it's just cute rom-comness. Um, and rom-comness is is exactly that. It's soothing. It's very soothing to the to the to the palate. This is one of the Simo dub ones. The dub, funny enough, the dub is okay. Uh which I didn't think I would ever uh say the dub is just okay. I think I like the sub better, but the dub is good to watch because you don't it's not much you don't need to follow much of anything. So you just kind of sit back, relax, and enjoy these couple do, you know, husband and wife things. Uh, so for me personally, I'm giving this one a a B. Really? That's it? Yeah, a B. I'm thoroughly surprised by that. Yeah, because it's not doing anything extravagant. 
but it's also not doing anything bad either. So it's not a C. It's not mid. It's it's above average, which is a B. All right, returning wise, um, ancient Magus Bride. Mm. Mm. Now, this season for me of Ancient Magus Bride has been like, uh, it's almost like a a, a palate cleanser. I think mm-hmm. you were talking about about, about your palate earlier. Mm-hmm. Ancient Magus Bride is legit a palate a palate cleanser because even when they had like. What was it, a couple episodes ago? They had the 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 not the Grim Reaper, but the guy who was carrying the souls off and stuff yeah. like that on horseback. Like even though it's like supposed to be like a tense moment, something about this whole anime is calming. Mm-hmm. Like it's on, and I'm just chill. In the worst scenario, worst case scenarios, I just feel chill in this anime. So yeah, uh, Ancient Magus Bride for me. I'm I'm just gonna throw my grade out there before you say anything. It's a B. Um, it's just too clean and, and solid to just not to move anywhere else. Yes, yeah, a lot less uh, anxiety-inducing mm-hmm. than, than the first season was, and I I'm okay with that. I do feel like she's about to pop off <laughs> extremely soon. <laughs> I do feel like that anxiety is about to come back. It's like they're walking us there. Yeah, they literally walking us there, and it's it's been very cool, but. Again, there's always subplots within subplots within subplots of this show. And that's what I think, even though it's, it's a shoujo, I love about it because of the, the uh, I, hate, I hate trying to say this word, but it's very important that I try to get it out, intricacies of, intricacies. yeah, intricacies of, the, of the, the, the subplots that are behind everything. So from, uh, I, I guess I don't want to really go into that because I, that's really spoilers, but f- from just the way it moves to what people do on it, it's always something happening in the background. And that's mm. always, always important for a show like this to keep your interest when it's kind of moving at a slower pace. It's, a, it's at a slower pace that kind of drip feeds great storytelling to you. And I love it. Ancient Magnus Bride is fantastic. Even with how like the roommate act and how yeah. watching how people act around it. Yep. Whatever. Yep. Yep. What, what is this? Stuff. What is that? What is that? Yeah. It's just like a, what, what you doing there is so great. And I'm going to give it a B as well. Easily give it a B. Uh, above all else, let's go to one of the other tops, Demon Slayer. My goodness, man. My goodness. Oh my goodness. Everybody that listens to this podcast know that Mike Check Waifu Waifu Demon Slayer stands, if you will. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. So let me just make this easy. It's an A. It's an A. It's, it's an a, a fucking A, dude. It's incredible. Um, it looks good. The pacing is, is beautiful. The fights, yeah. my gosh, they're incredible. So interesting, so intriguing. I'm loving <sighs> the season. Every episode that it, that it continues to increase, it, it's it's an A. Easily. AF <laughs> the American something league. Nah, AAF. <laughs> nah, but yeah, bro. Yeah, it's, it's same. Every, everything you said is good. Sound design, great. Animation, great. Uh, pacing right now, fire. Uh, characters right now, fire. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's it's all. And that could be the the circumstances that they put us in when they gave us these more condensed seasons, but mm-hmm. it just seems like once you get to the to the to the heat of it, Pun it's intended. just straightforward. 
<laughs> exactly. It's just straightforward and it gives you everything you want. We get in story and everything. Even mm-hmm. with like and I know when we get to the spoiler talk, but we talked about the, the demons. <laughs> yeah. It's it's wild. But yeah. Um I don't know, bro. Yeah, same thing. A. A A F. Uh okay. And I think the there's a there's a few here that we haven't watched, but I'm gonna go to or oh, you go. It's your turn, my fault. I guess we uh, did we grade Insomniacs after school? I don't think we did. I don't think we gave it a grade, no. Okay. Uh yeah, let's just let's go and hit that one. Insomniacs after school. Uh right now it is an A for me. Mm. Uh it's if if anything it looks I can give it as an A minus, but yeah, I, I am thoroughly enjoying Insomniacs after school. It is one of my uh most enjoyable watches this season. Mm. Like I turn it on and it's hard for me to not enjoy every second of it. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh probably Yeah, probably A. I can't go anything less. I was thinking of B plus, but I can't go that because literally nothing about it is is even warranted of that B. Uh yeah, because I enjoy it mostly more than everything else. Yeah. What did, like, what, did I, what did I give Hell's Paradise? Did I give Hell's Paradise an A? I should have. If I didn't, it's an A. <laughs> but yeah, yeah you gave, I think you said A plus. Yep. No, I don't know. I would never give it A. a you said A. You said A for sure. It yeah, wasn't yeah, an definitely, A. Definitely an A. But um, so my three A's: Demon Slayer, Hell's Paradise, and and Insomniacs. I think are. Oh well, okay. Four A's because I'm gonna go ahead and go to my sleeper hit. A Galaxy Next Door is a fucking A for me, bro. It just doesn't. It hasn't missed. It hasn't dropped the ball at all. We talked about it earlier, so I'm not gonna harken too much on it. It's a fucking A. Such enjoyable characters with character growth that is very much fun to watch. This fucking most recent episode, slight spoilers. Let's just say it had an 80 page manga in it, and it was the most beautiful, sweet, heart punching thing ever. And it gave it. It just gives you ideas to just you know make that special someone smile. You know, and I thought that was in, incredibly sweet and I just love this show because it, it just it, 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 it watching these two grow with each other at the same time has been special pregnant pause I'm just thinking about like what was the show more than a lover but not uh, mm. I'm thinking about that show I'm thinking about uh, the angel next door mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about like how the only thing we didn't get from those shows were 100% confirmation, right? And mm. this show, we get the 100% confirmation. Extremely early, yeah. And we just get wholesomeness afterwards, bro. It's yeah. insane. You, didn't, you it, don't think that could carry a show, but this proves that it can, man. It's insane because it's so good. Because all it is is literally just like love and light and goodness that's all it is that's all yeah. this show is uh even in this most episode like with his friend mm-hmm. or 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 uh you know co-writer or whatever Cohort, that's yeah. dope that's dope that all of that is just it was cool so yeah um a a as fuck a as fuck <laughs> uh dangers in my heart I have to go today because I think everything else we covered pretty much. Dangers in my heart. I didn't give a grade for it. I'm going to give a grade for it now. I'm going to go B to minus. Again, a show that starts off very, very uncomfortably where you're like, I don't know if I can watch this shit. But you, again, quickly fall in love with it, as I said earlier. So I'm not going to rehash that. And then the Cafe, uh, the Cafe Terrace and his goddesses. 
Oh boy, this one's good, man. Where where does this one fall? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B minus as well. Actually, you know, what? I'm gonna go B for this one because it's slightly better than the dangers of my heart. Because again, the characters are so intriguing. They're all very different personalities. It kind of reminds me of quintessential quintuplets in that re regard. And it's quickly becoming close to uh, quintessential quintuplets, but with a whole different spin. Because these are grown adults who have to navigate this cafe who was left by this the main characters, the main guy, protagonist, his grandmother who passed away. And these girls were living under her while he left to Tokyo U and, and now he has to try to manage this failing cafe with these girls and it's fucking fun. It's a fun watch. Very funny, very silly. Girls are very into again, no girl in this one I hate yet. Because at one point, which is which could be a bad thing, which could be a good thing, because maybe because while quintessential quintuplets had Nino, who I hated at first, I gradually grew to love. Maybe that's because I was so invested in quintessential quintuplets that I like if you hate somebody, that means more than not. But this one, I don't hate anybody. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that particular aspect, but I do feel like it's, it's worthy of the B. So. Yeah. OK. All right. And I think with that said and done, that's everything, right? Sound like it. Bruh. What is our overall grade? What's Mike check waifu waifu individual host overall grade for this score? What you thinking? What you feel? Uh this season, looking at what I I gave everything, I gotta put it at a B almost like exactly. Mm. How many A's you got? I got uh, Hell's Paradise and Sonic Chapter School, Galaxy Next Door, and I think Oshinoko. I gave it A. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. Sounds about right for you. <sighs> for me, damn, that's crazy because I think I'm in the exact same place because I didn't give anything a D, but I also gave. What did I give that was higher than you? I can't remember. I should be writing my stuff down too. Um, I think I gave something a, a C plus that you gave a D. <laughs> oh, that was just like yeah. I was going off median scores though, so not average. It's more like median. You know, I did, I know We're, that's and that's how I guess that's how we grade differently. So that's what I'm just trying to figure out for myself. But I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm sitting around a B as well because mostly everything is either B minus or B plus, and then I have mostly A's. With those C's that are like what four C's roughly, so yeah, it has to be a B. That's the that's that's where I fall too. So overall, man, it's kind of unanimously the same across the board. So when we go just to just to recap, really really quick, Nachi, one of the producers, shout out to you, a B. Kita gave it an A. Uh, Safir <laughs> gave it a. a he says seeing a lot of B's, so I assume that's where he falls too, because he said he agrees. Rob B plus. Uh, TCB a B B plus for Rob J B minus for O um, I think J Lee yeah J Lee gave it an A minus Crystal mm -hmm. B B slash B minus we all fall around in roughly the same area while we're all watching very different stuff it all culminates to say that this spring is an overall B I mean for not only us but our community as well it seems um, B is for bussing. Um, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <It's> 
But I know I did. I did the median of all the scores I wrote down. Uh-huh. So for the listeners that we had, and then for our own personal scores as well, the median was actually just a B. So mm. right in the middle, I feel like everyone has agreed that B is where we should be at. Which makes this better than last season because if I think if I remember correctly, everybody was around C. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely correct because last season didn't have anything that was like, Oof. you know what I'm saying? Like, that just grabbed us while it had a lot of great stuff. And the one thing that did grab us was like Angel Next Door. A lot of other stuff was kind of like, ah, 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 you know? I mean, yeah, I remember last season we had enough time to watch four seasons of Initial D, damn near. Well, oh, three seasons of the movie. Ooh. And what, four or five seasons of Monogatari. Most of the Monogatari series. That's, that's absolutely correct. You're right. Which, again, makes sense because 16 shows we're consuming um, with a couple of differences between the two of us, which, again, makes that incredible. Makes that fun. I love it, man. I love it, man. Great talk there. Let's do the spoiler talk. Right, An hour right on the money, huh? That's crazy. All right. We, next one, we come back from spoilers. We are going to spoil episode six of Demon Slayer. Episode seven. Yeah. Oh, wow. Seven. Of Hell's Paradise. And where do we want to go? Do we want to slide something different in there? Uh, Probably not. Huh? No, nah, we can just do a Galaxy Next Door. I'm cool with that. Okay, stick with a Galaxy Next Door. All right. We'll be right back after these.
Welcome back to episode 202 of My Check Waifu Waifu. Ah, this is the spoiler talk. We're going to spoil Demon Slayer, Hell's Paradise, and the Galaxy Next Door. Uh, all right, let's start. De- De- Demon Slayer, episode six. Man, man, I was not. Okay, so we know that whatever the fuck Genya got going on, this is apparently a part of his breathing technique and he can regenerate. Genya can't breathe. He doesn't do the breathing technique. Well, whatever he's doing, he can regenerate. Yeah, and and that was, I feel like, important for the end. So we know Ginya isn't dead because he said he can't regenerate regenerate his head. Specifically, right. Right, so that's kind of dope. But it's like, it's weird. Yeah. What is it? Is he, does he, is he like part demon? Is that? And that makes me, it, it gives me like ideas about what happened with his mom. Cause I don't know what happened. We know that his mom was a demon, right? Mm-hmm. From the little backstory they gave us. But does his mom turn into a, is she like half demon? I don't, is she like Inuyasha kind of person? Yes. I don't know what's going on. He's here. been out, he's been out during the day. Yeah. We saw him during the, the Demon Slayer. We test. saw his brother during the day too. Yeah. So what is this technique that has him able to regenerate? And the only thing I think of is somewhere down the line, he became a demon. We haven't seen him during the daytime during this particular arc. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I I, I truly can't say what it is. I don't know. I literally don't know. It's just, it it was shocking to hear him say, I can't regenerate my head. I'm like, what the f are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he isn't dead because he's been stabbed over and over and over again. Now he's been Speared to well to he'd been turning to Swiss cheese, so <laughs> so it's like bro, what is happening right now? Bro is missing whole sections of his body. But uh, you know what the coolest part about this episode was? What is that? Seeing Tanjiro's experience come to the light, and I fucking hate when I have to bring up the Demon Slayer haters, but they always say the story ain't that interesting. You don't care to grow blah blah. You're wrong, man. You're wrong. <laughs> Because th- this has been all about Tanjiro's experience that he's had with fighting other uppers that has made this so such a good thing to see he's moving and fucking grooving and doing his thing during this fight. Like, it's fantastic to see. Sorry. I no, you're good. And what made that even better is the fact that they prefaced that at the beginning of the season. Mm. They even they literally told us that because of your constant interactions with these demons, right? Mm-hmm. Not just the lower moons, but the upper moons. Because of your constant interaction with these demons, your battle IQ is better now. You will learn how yeah, to react faster. You will evolve and grow faster than the others around you. Tanjiro don't have a choice. Right. He keep running into trouble. He don't have a straight choice. Demons. It's straight demons. Like not, not regular demons that he was fighting in, in episode four. Right. These are the demon demons. <laughs> Episode four, season one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode four, season one. This is these are these are the demons that be like they want I'm gonna destroy I'm gonna destroy everybody. Yeah. So um it's kind of nice to see that. Um I will say I was a little disappointed in one aspect of this episode. Talk to me. We didn't get to see the other Hashira as much, right? Bruh. And it, it was and it was only because we see uh 
Takoto, whatever his name is, poked a little bubble. I didn't get to see my love Hashira, bro. That's what I'm saying. We see Tokido post a little, post a little, little bubble, and then he gone for the rest of the episode. Which, cool. We at least we know he's still alive, but we ain't even seen love Hashira. We don't know what's going on with her. Maybe to be next fair, episode. To be fair, I'm glad it didn't switch out. Of, they only switched out of that that fucking shit once. Like they were mm-hmm. in the shit. When when I say in the shit, I mean in the action. They only switched out it once, and that was for Ginya's backstory, which was awfully sad. Which makes him very, very similar to Tanjiro, um, except he still has an older brother, which makes it, his situation just, I mean, a little bit better, if I guess, if you will. I mean, they both got siblings. It's just. Yeah, and they're both slaughtered. But it's like, I don't know, man. It's very intriguing. It gave me a different perspective on him as a character because I hated him only because he put his hand on that, that lady. Well, I still hate the fact that he did that uh, in season one. I'm a little bit more um, understanding, yeah, yeah, than than where I was. Which again, which just shows great at making you do <laughs> it, at uh, quantifying people's situations because everybody is in a situation of some sort, no matter who mm-hmm. they are, how powerful they are, or how weak they are. They end some sort of situation that got them in this predicament. But I, I can't believe how impressed I am with these children, man. Fighting people who are supernatural with yeah. regular swordsmanship skills. It's still such such an impressive uh aspect of it. And I guess to make it even, they can only fight them during the nighttime. But that I mean that's that's all they can do. They ain't got no choice because they show up during the night, you know? And I don't know, I just love this show so much. I I literally just thought about the fact that you said Genya and Tandra are so similar. But it's more like Genya or Genya's older brother and Tandra are similar because his older brother's got a son that's a demon or a younger brother that's a demon now. We think. And, yeah, we think. And Tandra got a sister that's a demon. Uh, I don't know, man. It, <laughs> but hear me out. Mm-hmm. We talked about last week the, the method to killing this demon, right? He got to cut all, all four heads off at the same time. Um... We find out that that's clearly not the method. Right. But you got to cut up. The little one was still there the whole time. Now, when Tandro kind of initially said this, I was like, oh, my God. Right. There's about to be another demon that's probably either stupid, powerful, or got some some crazy gimmick. And they pull up to him, and he was small. I was not expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting that. But when what was even less expected of that was the fact that when Ginya went in to cut him, he couldn't cut him. Mm-hmm. And I think that also was because of the fact that Tandro didn't know because Tandro told him to cut him again or try again. But Tandro doesn't know that dude can't breathe. He can't do the, the, the demon breathing or the, the, the sword breathing techniques. So he would never be able to actually cut off like an upper moon's head. Mm-hmm. Which kind of sucks. But, but that still virtually doesn't really matter because he shot him point blank too, and it didn't do anything either. So it's not just the fact that he can't cut the moon's heads or whatever, but he can't shoot him either. The, the gun was working against the other four, so yeah. you know. But like, the sword and the gun wasn't working against this one. Mm-hmm. And so, we always know that whatever part they have that's supposed to be protected is always super hard. Yeah. So if if that one is the one that's supposed to be protected, it's going to be 
hard, he just is super small and, you know, can't fight for himself. To be fair, this this helped my gut check from last week. Yeah. Because I was so worried about them needing to find another one and have to kill all five of them at the same time. With the way they were reacting, this means that you just have to cut the small one's head. You cut the small one's head, I think they all go away, which is mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal. I'm so glad that the rule isn't some evolution that's insane. Um, so while it's I think they are something previous. Yeah, yeah. So while I thought, well, I think the pot one hopefully isn't also a normal just haircut, which will still be extremely hard to do because he can move virtually anywhere. I think this one kind of relieved a lot of uh, a lot of unnecessary thoughts in my head from just overthinking of, of what they could do with uh, how to fix this current situation, which makes me happy. Like he's small, so, which means he's probably extremely hard to catch, which means he's probably extremely hard to cut, which means he's probably extremely hard, which is a good rule for this particular situation because who else would think of this? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in, in this particular situation. So, his his um I, I'm gonna call it plot armor. His particular plot armor is very unique and interesting, and I and I love the fact that it's still that way in this yep. particular show. While I'm disappointed I didn't see the love Hashira, I do have a gut check, and I will say that she will show up in the Thanks most. Everybody. Yep, yep, and, and at the most crazy times where Tanjiro is overwhelmed because he basically will be fighting these on his own with Nezuko, and they're gonna be struggling, and she's gonna pull up and she's gonna save the day. You got. I think uh, I think Tandro's about to body bag this demon mm. and she's not going to come help them with this one I think this one is done for Oh, interesting. but uh, I think that she's going to pull up to help Tokido whatever his name is Tokido the one who keeps forgetting everything she's going to pull up to help him mm. And I think that she has to put up to help him because we do know a couple of different things. The sword he has when it wasn't really that's not really his sword. He never got his sword. It was chipped, damaged, broken, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, which they made he, it a point he, to show. He hasn't been able to fight at full capacity. So I think what they're gonna show is that once he has a chance to fully like break free, he's gonna pop off. But then this demon's probably gonna have something else up his sleeve. So that's that's what I'm predicting that he's gonna he's gonna get help from the love Hashira and then that's when things are gonna really get silly. So like you telling me your thought process is that Tanjiro is strong enough to solo the upper four, while two Hashiras needing to fight the upper five. I think Tanjiro can cut this demon's head off. Yes, mm, mm, that's interesting. And if that happens, Tanjiro becomes Ashura. And my personal opinion is that Tokido uh, is strong enough in his own right to beat probably this Ashura, but he hasn't had the, the, he hasn't had his sword, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. Don't know for sure, but also, you know, it could just be the gimmick. True, true. Well, that was a good one. Moving on. Hell's Paradise, man. Oh, my God. This information drop was crazy. It was so good. For one, okay, for one, the most important information drop that we got was the fact that this island's real name, very, very important, okay? This island has layers that are also very, very important. And then the people who own this island who protect something that we didn't even know if it was real or not. 
which is the elixir of life, which is real. Mm-hmm. Is so fucking interesting. I'm so glad that it's just it's moving at this pace to where, yeah, while we're intrigued and captivated by what's going on, we see we get more information that's propelling the story forward faster than um than most shonen do. And it's probably because this is a 13 episode run and not like a 24 like Fire Force or, or Bleach or something like that. But wow, I, so good, impressive. So hear me out. My favorite part of this episode was the fact that just like we talked about in previous or, or about previous anime and other anime, there was two stories being told at the same time. Mm-hmm. One with the brothers and one with the rest of our characters. The rest of our characters are acquiring information. As they are acquiring that information, when things happen, there's also a demonstration with two characters who mm-hmm. are on the, experiencing that situation firsthand. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing exactly what's happening while they're experiencing it. As they converge. I feel like that might be a good storytelling element, a good plot device. Hurt you. I'm not trying to tell any other anime how to do it, but you know what I mean. I think that was dope. And um, they they did it while making some parts kind of playful. Um, but also, we got to see things like Gabimaru's like, temperament and mentality kind of shift a little bit with him going back and thinking about like his wife and what his true ambitions and goals are. Right. Uh, this episode was good, bro. And it, it didn't have to do a lot, but I just think it was so good with what they gave us. And it didn't have to be about the action. We just got a ton of action. But the context, the detail, the the perspective of the future, fire, bro. Right. And the fact that everybody that is native to this island basically has the elixir of life, essentially. They're they're unkillable. Uh and sorry. The the other thing about that is that we found out that you can get blessings from the elixir of life, right? Now, the, the, the effigy or Groot-looking character, uh, you know, he got the regeneration, obviously, right? But what are the other blessings? Right. They, they, they give you details without telling you everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I got one of its blessings and showed what that one blessing was, but what are the rest? What is the, the true thing of this, and why are... In my perspective, we find out about the Tencent, who are the guardians of this island, make sure that humans never leave the island. But my, my, my thought with that is, is that if they are so overwhelmingly powerful, why do they stay on this island? Is it because they need a constant resource of the elixir? Um, my, my thought process is that this island is just... <laughs> The island of the gods, basically, it's it's just to remain. Um, is it's 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 title Hell's Paradise, but I think I said this prior. I think this is this is heaven. I think that people are that it gets wrongly judged are destroyed by the people who who are getting destroyed, i.e., the brothers with the tension. Maybe if those were good humans, uh, they would be better off. But I think that, that they don't let anybody leave this island is because this secret has to be protected at all costs, even though some knowledge managed to get leaked that there's a form of elixir, which came from, which we saw at the beginning of the season, which came from the dude who was, that the uh, the Shogunite showed that was purely of the, of the flowers. 
was mm-hmm. able to mention that, hey, this elixir of life is real or whatever the case may be. And that, again, the development of information of this show is, is so spectacularly done that it just makes me, it makes me understand why this was such a huge popular uh, manga and why everybody was so excited when they were saying this was coming out to be an anime. I, I would never forget it. The minute this got mentioned, I'm like, oh God, another one of these shonen is about, it's about to be overhyped by the, by the, by the manga people who just can't let shit rest. And I, they were right. They were absolutely right. This shit is spectacular. This is way better than anything else that they've ever hyped up. I want to be 100% of it. It's like Tokyo Revengers, shitting <laughs> on it, in my opinion. Shitting on it. Well, yeah. I like Tokyo Revengers fine, but this is just better, man. This is just better. Um, Crazy, crazy good. What's your gut check? What's next for this? Our ragtag group. Um, Are the brothers dead? No. But I don't know how they stay alive. That's the thing. I'm going to say yes feel- because I want them to be. And not, not that because they're bad guys, but I just I want them to be because I want them to know that this shit, you don't, you're not spared here. And that's, that's just me personally. Sorry, I just had to. I, I think, no, I think it would be good for, for, for story elements 100%. But I don't think they die. Yeah. Um, probably right. I, and I, I feel like they don't die because they, they tell the main characters what they've seen. And then they can be fodder after that. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm not sure, like, they gotta, because our characters are, una- they believe what's going on, but they're not sure what's going on, or what they were told. You know what I mean? Well, they have no choice but to believe them, I think. Because why would they lie? That's what he's saying, you know, but Gabamaru still didn't 100% believe him. He just knows that Elixir is supposed to be there. That's all he's going for. So my gut check is this. They are going to... They're probably not dead yet. They're probably gonna see them when they're covered with flowers. Maybe that's what, what it is. Because I said in Kensington, I guess they don't die, right? Yeah. The flower flowers they, like they live forever, basically at that point. Yep, they become food for the so, wow. Yeah. Maybe that, that but I think that they're gonna make a plan. I don't think they're gonna go straight for the center next episode. No, you have to, right? Like you can't. Yeah. I don't know if you can just go. And what got Gabi Maru doing his like his thought transition, you know, when he said, like, you know what, he's not letting anything else get in his way. I feel like he's really going to be on demon time. So mm. I think he's going to make a plan. He's he going to turn into Batman. He's going to uh, figure out how to kill Superman by himself. And then he's going to go do go to the center. Mm, interesting. Might be onto something there. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, but I think they're going to, the deeper they go, the harder they fall. But it's, I, I mean, like, look, I think they're just going to run into some shit that's going to be a, a problem. Yeah, I, what I'm f- just wrapping my head around is that they killed a lot of the prisoners already. We only got a like a real small few, like left. Yeah, and, we know the, the girl and, and that dude, mm-hmm. the ninja girl, her mm-hmm. dude, the brothers, the brothers. That's all we know of so far. So I mean, maybe there's more. Maybe there's a different group of a batch. Uh, the dude that got his hand chopped, they had to cut off his hand because he got stung by that by that bee with the human face. They're they're still around, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. This is a uh, dog. I don't see no tournament arc. I don't see no training arcs. This has nothing of the use. You know the use. You know the training arcs. The That's but it, action arc. Yeah, it hasn't needed it. And I'm just, I just can't wait to see what else is cooking up with between. 
Gabi Maru and his ability. Even the Konoishi was interesting when she drunk whatever the fuck that was and made herself all gooey and destroyed mm-hmm. the tree dude. I don't man, I don't know, man. I love it. So far, so good. So far, so good. And then last but not least, I guess we don't have to touch on this too long, but the Galaxy Next Door has been continued to be spectacular. That 80-page manga that he wrote of, of uh, what's her name's fucking good, great traits is just, it, I actually, my heart fell because it was so, it was such a fucking sweet thing to do. And then yeah. watch him just pop, and when, when she said it's 80 pages and she started crying, I'm like, oh, damn, that's crazy. She, she felt that that was from the heart. And that, that was great, man. That was great. I was expecting way more like, uh, chaos right mm. i don't know after they gave us that episode where like her uh her it's family like, on the island was think was thinking about her it's and still they, coming. I, it, it is right but i'm so happy that they kind of dropped it off right they let us think that like yeah that happened and then they gave us this episode of just like humble wholesomeness as i keep saying the wholesomeness yes it's beautiful bro it's like it's direct he didn't know how to say it so he did what he knows best. He didn't know how to put it into words, even writing a letter. He's like, you know what? I'm going to just make a manga out of it. It just it evolved as it gradually went on, which I thought was was a character of his, which I thought it was a nice characterization of his character. Mm-hmm. Evolution. Probably be a better, easier word there. Yeah, this episode was was amazing. Um, for, for all of its simplicity Very and simple. all of its excellence, that's, that it was amazing. Like I said, with the... Uh, the other manga creator, right? The fact that uh, he's like, you got a friend or someone who's in love with you. He's like, oh yeah, we're dating. Like that. Uh-huh, we yeah. never, we never got that so bluntly in yeah. anything else, bro. Yes. We never get it so bluntly. And, and I, I watched that it was hundreds and hundreds of slice of life, and I never got that. It's just yes, we're dating, and <laughs> that's what it is. So if she's in love with me, it just. I guess so, right? <laughs> That's, it was great, bro. Just to hear that in itself was was fire. It was so fire. I, uh, what you know? What got me too is is the uh, flashback of her childhood, of how mm-hmm. sheltered she actually was. And while again, man, the culture of the the monarchies and stuff like that sucks for people like this in this particular situation. You start to understand why the kings of pasts, like King Henrys and and all the motherfuckers from history times from the 1700s or whatever the case may be all failed because this shit it can't work when you grow up like that this shelter you become egotistical and and just disgustingly uh i guess spoiled and you could become a bad human you can literally become a bad human being um from that and and i'm glad she just wasn't that uh she wanted to be more than just that. She wanted to be a part of everything else, seeing everybody enjoy themselves in that way. And I don't know, man, I just, I love the, the, um, the way it kind of executes this particular monarchy situation. I love it. Sorry. It's hard. It was hard to find the words there. More about like stepping outside of that monarchy situation. You know what I mean? Her being able to, but I do think with the fact that her family and everybody has been unable to reach her that we got uh, last episode, I think that's going to come back and bite us in a way that where she gets dragged back and that, and that comes with the sadness from my gut check. And to be honest, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. 
I don't want it, but it's probably going to happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> it's probably going to happen, and it's probably going to be written so well and delivered even better. They got to give us some drama, don't they? Facts. And uh, with that, I'm at Polo Bornfly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social media is at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu, Waifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike, Mike, Mike Check, check, check. check. To Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?